All right, so I still don't have an intro song, so I think I just need to do this, go right into it until I figure that out. So anyway, episode four, crazy, um, I want to start with a little bit of a funny story that happened last week. So if you listened to the second episode of this, I talked about how my dad has never apologized for anything ever. Um, So an example, (laughs) Uh, last week we got into a little bit of of an argument uh, actually regarding this podcast because he was being supportive, of course, but my dad's way of support, I feel like I'm always talking about him, my dad's way of support is, hey, this is great, but, and then like insert constructive criticism, but, and it's usually helpful, but also like, can we just, just be supportive and that's it. Um, I, I, you know what, I, I totally get it. He's trying to help and, and he was, but we got into a little bit of an argument about, because I made the mistake of asking uh, a question that was opening myself up to criticism. Um, and he was honest and I, and you know, that's what I asked, but when you're actually asking, you're, you don't really want the answer. So we had a li- it wasn't a real argument. It was just a little bit of like, okay, whatever. So fast forward to like two days later, I was at the gym and I, had, I have my Fitbit on when I'm working out. And so I get my text messages to the Fitbit. So I'm in the middle of working out and Frank texts me telling me that he's home from work. And he follows up with, did you order a toaster? So I'm at the gym like no I didn't order a toaster you know it was an Amazon package and it hits me like two minutes later oh my god he meaning my dad bought a toaster to say sorry because that is what he does he buys an appliance for your house that you don't need instead of owning up to the behavior and saying I'm sorry so I called him and I was like, hey, you're done being a big baby? And he's like, did you get the toaster? Uh, so literally, I wasn't joking when I said, instead of apologizing, he, you know, gets appliances. And the funniest part of the whole thing is that I was like, oh, thanks, dad. You know, I don't really need it, but thanks. He goes, oh, good. Then, then I'll take it because I actually do need it. So <laughs> thanks for the gift for you. Uh, so That was just a funny thing that happened. Uh, I also want to say thanks because you guys have loyalty. I asked last week if anybody listened to the third episode, which was me and Frank, and I put out like a poll on Instagram of who they thought was, who you guys thought was funnier or more funny. Um, And everybody besides two people voted for me. So thanks to mostly everyone. And for those of you that voted for Frank, uh, you know, just watch your back. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Just kidding. All right, so let's let's dive in. Um, this next topic or this focus of, of today is about self-acceptance because I think that it's something that not only do we struggle with when it comes to ourselves and like literally accepting who we are as, you know, in our core as people, but also accepting the ins and outs of what we can and can't control about ourselves. So before I go into like a deep dive into self-acceptance, I want to talk about the difference between what I think is self-acceptance and self-worth. So I think you need to understand your worth 
before you can accept who you truly are or who you want to be eventually, like who you want to grow into. And if you do question your, your worth, I think you need to take a look at who you surround yourself with. And that sounds so easy, like we hear that all the time, but do we as people actively look at the people who we allow in our lives? That, that's a pretty hard question. Like, do we, are we self-reflective enough to say, do I base my worth off of the way other people affect me? So I'm sure people have heard of this or you guys have heard of, you are the five people that you surround yourself with. I've heard that so many times. Obviously, I didn't make it up, but it is true. Think of the five people who are in your life or who you surround yourself with the most frequently or in your circle or whatever. Those five people, do you smile when you think about them? Or are you like, hmm, maybe that's why I feel the way I do about myself sometimes. Does the way that they, or does the way that they behave affect me more than I realize? I was listening to this song the other day, and I guess I'm late to the game with with, uh, this person, but I was listening to the song Miserable by Casey Musgraves. It's a country song. Uh, It's like (laughs) probably four years old. Uh, but I'm, I'm getting there on the, on the music. Um, and it's literally about people who are miserable. Um, and if you've never listened to it, I totally suggest you go listen to it. And if you can identify someone or a group of people or whatever that relate to what's the message in that song, I want you to think about how they influence your own self-worth even or especially if you are constantly around them so even if you don't want to listen to the song fine it's not my song i didn't write it i'm not offended uh but just think about like people who affect you and it can even it can either be in a good way or a bad way now that doesn't mean if it isn't a bad way you cut them out of your life but it does mean to to have an awareness or an understanding about how they affect you and how to not allow it to consume you to the point where it's like festering and and you can actually feel it now I am extremely lucky to surround myself with people who do make me feel good about myself most of the time but if they don't it's because I allow their energy to rub off on me or sometimes even control me like you you can definitely change your mood or your mood can change I should say in the environment of 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 certain people now I think that most of the time I surround myself with people who are you know grateful and happy and positive and listen like I have bad days I'm not sitting I'm not walking on sunshine every single day but there's a difference between like a bad mood and a personality uh so just you know something to think about when you're questioning or thinking about who you allow into your life Now, like I said, I have a great core group of friends and family and coworkers and people who make me personally feel really good most of the time. But if I'm feeling bad, it's either because of something that I am dealing with or something that's out of my control that I feel responsible for. I do that a lot where I harbor other people's emotions. Like if someone's having a a bad day or if someone is upset or in a bad mood, I immediately absorb that energy and feel like I should be doing something or I have this responsibility to, to change them or make them feel better or whatever. And in reality, 
I can't be responsible for somebody else's happiness or someone else's mood. I can just kind of be empathetic and hopefully not let it consume me. And that's something that I think I, I definitely need to work on. But I think the, the good part is that I'm aware of it. You know, I think the best way to start any growth process is being like, oh, I do that thing. How do I stop doing that thing? So it's a process. And like I said, I don't, I don't know the answers to these things that I talk about. But anyway, um, so at the same time, when you're talking about, you know, people who make you feel good and like the people who have been reaching out about the podcast make me feel good. How do you not, for me personally, and I guess you too, still question yourself or rather accept yourself or accept what you're doing and the way in which you're doing it so in what ways are you accepting of who you are and in what ways are you having trouble with accepting yourself so we're in short supply of self-acceptance a hundred percent and this is very transparent I think in women and men as well I don't know if it's as obvious for men I think that they you know they do a really good job of, of being confident but I think that there is almost even worse a crippling feeling of men feeling like they have to behave a certain way I'd love to talk about that in detail you know at some point um but you know with with me personally like I've mentioned before I have a hard time accepting you know my talkative ways not only that I'm always wondering if people are judging me for that um but I also have a hard time accepting you know things about myself physically and that is I think the root of what of a lot what a lot of people have a hard time accepting about themselves is things that are physically visible to yourself and to others so and I think that actually probably goes back from when you're like a kid someone teases you about something one time and you automatically make that a part of the narrative of who you are so I'm, I'm willing to bet you know if I could think far back enough you know, one time someone had said to me, I'm sure like, oh, you know, you can talk a lot or you're a chatterbox. I'm pretty sure a teacher had probably said it to my mom or something at like back to school night or whatever. And that was it. That was the story that I believed about myself. And listen, it's not a lie, but it does make you or make me question a lot about me. And like, can I accept the fact that this is who I am? So going back to, you know, your physical appearance, it's no secret that we all have something about ourselves or more than one thing about ourselves that we don't like or we can't accept. Uh, and I think self-acceptance as a whole is, goes hand in hand with body image, uh, which I, I, I'm going to talk about, but it's, it's almost like inevitable or obvious. Like, what do you have a hard time accepting about yourself? Oh, the way I look. And that, and that's tough. It's, it really is tough. And I think, I feel like our lack of self-acceptance has so much to do with the way that we consume social media and other outlets. Like even going back 10, 15 years ago, we had social media, but I don't feel like the comparisons to others were as extreme. And it definitely wasn't as instantaneous as it is right now. Like when you, when we had social media, you know, whatever, MySpace or whatever it was, it wasn't instant. It wasn't like you had to actively search for someone's, you know, page or profile picture or whatever. And now all you have to do is scroll and scroll and scroll. And there's just like comparison, 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 comparison every two seconds. And it's, it's very hard. 
And I think back to like middle school, right? We compared ourselves to others for the sole purpose of making sure that we fit in. We weren't concerned about being accepting of ourselves because we were too busy trying to be like everyone else. Like I, I vividly remember begging, begging my mom to take me to Abercrombie when I was in middle school because if I didn't have those tight but also flare jeans, you know, like at the bottom, the world was going to end and and no one would think I was cool and you know I mean they probably didn't think I was cool anyway but at least I had those jeans um and by the way those jeans were so expensive I remember bringing those two pairs of jeans home and like showing my dad you know how you always did like that fashion show for your dad and you didn't even care because he's like great that, that was my money um I should remember showing him these two pairs of jeans and he was like hmm for that money we could have went out to a nice dinner and he was not wrong because you know at 11 or 12 years old like that was the the like epitome of who I needed to be like I needed to be wearing this brand and they had to look a certain way because I wanted to fit the mold of your you know teenage girl whatever and you know fast forwarding to now we I don't think we really even have a clue about how to be truly accepting of ourselves for pretty much the same reason of comparison. And it's not necessarily that we want to fit in, but we cannot even understand who we are. We can't accept who we are or, or be true to, you know, or be a true individual because every time we do accept something or, or we do try to be authentic, there is a picture in our face of someone who seems to have it better, seems to know better, to look better, to be better. And it's right there in front of us. Now, I'm not saying that I'm immune to this. I am 100% not immune to not accepting myself. But like I said before, the awareness of why I feel the way I do sometimes is a step in the right direction. There are plenty of times where I see something on Instagram or wherever and immediately feel inadequate like immediately it's not even like a delayed response where you think about it after the fact and you're like oh man like I wish I did that or I wish I looked like that it's it's right there you see it you it's it's in your face and then you're like immediate comparison immediate self-doubt immediate like just negativity and that's like beyond toxic but we do it we do it. And I think when it comes to social media, I do feel like it is a double-edged sword. It definitely is a, a platform that can be used for good things. We, we do. We share our happy moments, milestones. We share recipes. We share podcasts, you know, cute puppy videos or babies or whatever. And that's all great. But there's also that little voice that compares every single happy moment of someone else's to our own lives. It's natural and it's not something that I think we even have the ability to control anymore. So like as an example, when someone puts out like an engagement announcement, right? That's great and it can be great to see that except if you are someone who wants to get engaged and seeing it happen for other people might make you feel hurt or resentful of someone else's happiness or, you know, fill in the blank with whatever works for you because there is a lot of comparison in that sense. You see something that you want that someone else is, is projecting out there and you're like happy for, for them, but also just like 
festering with like resentment and that like sits with you it's it's hard and you know I don't think I mean this sounds so obvious and we hear it so much but I'm just gonna say it again social media is not actually real life not even in like a celebrity sense for us like for normal people it's not real life we hear it so many times but I don't think that it actually sinks in Social media is a highlight reel, meaning we only show the best of what we want people to see. We only show people what we want them to see about us. Now, at times we can be transparent and truthful and show everything, but that's because we, as the people putting this out there, made the decision to do that on our own profiles and on our own terms. It's still in our control. So it's not actually real because we have engineered it right? It's never, it's never reality because we're driving that car, so to speak. So like as an example, if I were to post, I don't know, like myself on the couch with no makeup or whatever, that's my choice. However, I am definitely not showing the anxiety attack I had a few weeks ago or the tears I shed over this podcast or anything close to realness, like actual reality, because it's too real. And if that's not accepted by society or by whatever, like be real, but don't actually show reality. It's, it's crazy. You know, we show our amazing vacations. We show our awesome brunches that we go to, wedding pictures, you know, candid laughing shots with our friends, perfect date nights with our partners. But we don't actually show how, I don't know, like the vacation started terribly because you were fighting with your boyfriend about what time to leave for the airport and you guys were arguing about that, you know, all the way to the airport and you get there and you're like silent and like throwing luggage on and just being like angry, right? Or the brunch that you went to, you know, you had to go to that one place and it made you get stuck in traffic and you were freaking out and you were stressed because you hate driving to new places. Like, that's me. Like, I don't like driving to places that I don't know where I'm going. And I get like so like tight and stressed and like a monster, right? And then you get there and you wait for two hours and you have like mediocre eggs and French toast and it's like not even that great, but you're going to post like it was the best thing ever. Or for me, like, (laughs) I can't even look at some of my wedding pictures because I was insecure about how I looked in some of them. Or I think about how the wedding planning process, I mean, I wouldn't take back the amazing, beyond beautiful wedding that I had because what mattered more was the marriage, not the actual wedding. But I, I will say, like, probably a little bit biased, but like, I did have an awesome wedding. But the planning process at times literally made me physically sick because it was so stressful like that that's reality right or you know those candid shots of your friends like yeah you you post that amazing shot where all of you look so good but you're not telling anybody that you literally took 300 pictures and you know your husband's yelling at you that he doesn't want to stand there anymore and watch you guys fake laugh and you know or how you argued with each other you know about you know another like the other topic like Talking about, you know, oh, you're these perfect date night with date nights, sorry, with your partner, right? How about you argued with each other because you couldn't decide on where to go, right? You, again, were like holding it all in, passive aggressive, and you almost didn't even go, but then you post like, oh, date night with my best friend, right? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's not real. Social media is not real. It causes us to not accept who we truly are because we always feel like someone has it better. 
right? When in reality, we are literally all doing the same thing. You know, for the lack of better, like, you know, cheesy terms, like we're all in it together. We're all figuring it out. None of us have the answers. Some people just have like the tools to kind of tweak what works for them, right? So I think in order to accept yourself, the first thing that you need to do is realize what is the biggest issue that you have when it comes to yourself? Is it physical? Is it emotional? Like what is at the root of the fact that you can't accept yourself for who you are right now in this moment? Like what if you were to take a minute and just say, what is the one thing that I have a hard time accepting about myself? Like what came to your mind, right? And I think for me, it's not just one thing. I think it's a bunch of things that manifest itself into this like, well, here's who I am and here's why I can't accept it, right? So I don't know. I feel like it's it's hard to, to pinpoint for me personally the one thing. But if that did come to your mind, I think you're in a better step than I am even. So I don't know. I feel like even the the lack of self-acceptance also comes from like this like universal feeling and I was thinking about this the other day and even this morning like the universal feeling people have which is like wanting to feel heard wanting to be seen wanting to feel loved and until we get that from from someone we don't feel like we can accept ourselves now that's not the best solution and I don't know how to fix that but I have learned through like lots of self-reflection which is not fun like, you know, you hear all the time that you have to be your biggest cheerleader, right? Like you have to be the one that's hyping yourself up or motivating yourself or, or you know, just telling yourself positive things. But I think it's more than being your, your biggest cheerleader. I think you also have to be the football team. You also have to be the marching band, the people in the stands as well, before you even worry about who is on the other team, like who is your opponent, before you can think about all of those other things not only do you have to be your biggest cheerleader you got to be the whole team and it's hard it's super super hard and you know I think that the the solution is different for everybody right like I can understand that I can't accept right now and I've said this before like I don't like the way my arms look right and I wear long sleeves as often as I can Now, you might look at me and say, is she nuts? Like, look at her. She's, you know, she looks great. And if you are saying that, then hey, thanks. But it's, it it falls on deaf ears. How could it not? You know, someone can tell you something about yourself and you're not going to believe it until you see it for yourself. And what I want to know is how do we get there? How do we get from, how do we get to listening to the people who who are saying these things about us. I would love nothing more than to believe X, Y, and Z that someone says about me in a good way, right? But my question for myself, and I guess for, I, I don't know, everybody is like, how do we accept ourselves? Why is it so hard to do that? And I think, you know, it, it comes from ourselves. It comes from something someone maybe said to us, you know, 20 years ago or whatever. And I, I think we actually are a lot more alike in what we can accept than different, if that makes sense. I actually put out um, a question on Instagram of like, anonymously, what is hard for you to accept about yourself? And the most popular one 
was I don't like the way I look. My physical appearance is what's hard for me to to accept myself. And I feel like that is so hard to undo. How do you say, well, no, you should just love yourself. Like, oh, okay, yeah, great. I'm cured. Thanks. Like, what are the tools to loving yourself? What does self-acceptance and I guess self-love look like? Is it like I had mentioned earlier, you know, in a, in a previous episode of like find one thing every day that you like about yourself? Yeah, I feel like that might be a good start. But how do you get past that? How do you dig deeper into accepting and loving yourself? Is it knowing that you can do things or that you are capable of whatever? Like, is it about what you want to be or who you want to be? Or is it deeper than that? if that makes sense. I feel like I'm being really general, but I don't want to be too specific because I don't know what you can accept about yourself. If it's physical, like you don't like your arms or your legs or your, you know, your abs or your lack of abs or whatever, your nose. You see yourself in a in a distorted way when you look in the mirror, and that was something that you've decided about yourself years ago, I'm sure. And it's sad because I, I would love nothing more than for people to see themselves the way that I see them. You know, some of the people who, who reached out to me or who answered the question on Instagram of what is something that you can't accept about yourself and some of the responses I got, I was like gutted. Like, you don't like that about yourself? Like, you're beautiful. And I don't even mean that in just like a physical way. You, you're a beautiful person and you are being so negative and toxic about yourself. And again, it's because we don't see ourselves and we don't accept ourselves the way other people do. And, you know, I can say all the time that I don't like this, that, and the other thing about me. And without fail, someone is saying, oh, you're crazy. Like, oh, like, I can't even stop it right now. Like, you know, I, people would kill to look like you or people would, you know, to have your arms or whatever. And it's like, okay, that's that's a really nice thing to say. And I do appreciate it. I don't want to sound ungrateful. But it's also like, you know, you you don't see me the way that I see me. So I, I actually said this to a student the other day. This is like the most ridiculous thing. One of my students, um, we were talking about New Year's resolutions. And her resolution, now this girl is beautiful, right? She said to me, in front of the whole class, which like, hey, good for you. But also, like, this girl is probably 45 pounds. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's she's little. And she's, you know, whatever. And she said, I want to have um, a bikini bod or, or a beach bod or something like that. And I was like, what? Like, I, I actually, now I'm never speechless. I was like, what are you even saying? And she was like, yeah, like, you know, you got to look good in the summer. And I was, and I was like are you, are you actually out of your mind? You know, and I I had this whole discussion of like, you know, you need to, and you know, this is me putting on my teacher hat, but I said to this girl, like, you need to be okay with you right now. Like you're stuck with you for the rest of your life. So you might as well like that person and understand that you want a bikini body. Like you put on a bikini and there you go. That's from uh, the book Dumplin', by the way. Um, it's like, and and I'm sitting here giving this girl, you know, all of this wisdom. And in the back of my head, I'm like, hey, you might want to listen to what you're saying to this girl and apply it to your own life, 
right? We always give such good advice to other people. But if we want to actually listen to ourselves and do what we're telling this person to do, it's like, oh yeah, no, I can't do that. What are you, what are you crazy? I'm going to love myself. I'm going to accept who I am and, and be okay with that for the rest of my life. What are you even, I don't even know what you're saying right now, right? Like, why is it so easy to tell someone else like, you're beautiful or, you know, you are, you know, your body is great or I wish that I looked like you or, you know, your outlook on life is exactly what I want. Why can we do all of those things and say all of those things? But if someone says, hey, you need to understand that, you know, you're beautiful right now as you are, you're like, "Ah, well, I don't know. You know, you got to like squint your left eye and turn your, your neck slightly and, and maybe like not put your contacts in that day, right? Like, it's ridiculous. And going through some of the responses that I got, a lot of them varied, but the the one thing that was said very often was my physical appearance, right? Some of the other responses were anxiety. Like it's very hard for me to accept that I am anxious and I don't know how to just be like, "Yep, that's who you are and and how do you just live with this feeling and and overcome it?" And, you know, listen, I'm somebody who deals with anxiety on a really real level meaning it's not just like oh I feel so like nervous right now it's like no I sometimes can't even function because of this you know this feeling of of anxiousness and I think accepting it is absolutely difficult but I think understanding it of knowing when it's coming and knowing what triggers it like I'm feeling anxious right now why get to the root of it and then you can almost like switch the the perspective of it and and hopefully like learn tools to to help like for me when I'm anxious the first thing I do is like go for a walk or do something like something active always shifts my mindset or I like write it out like I just need to like literally put pen to paper and just get all the thoughts out or I have to just talk it out um and it's not easy there's I have to like claw through a lot of hard things to be able to say this is why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling and usually and I know this is probably not the healthiest thing but sometimes I just have to like cry it out you know just like good cry and then I'm good to go Uh, I don't know why but that's just what works for me Uh, another um another response that I got was she had a hard time accepting that she can't control other people And I think that that's actually really interesting because, you know, you do so much work on yourself, right? Like I'm going to control my, my outlook on life. Like I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be loving. And then someone comes at you with their negativity or their toxic behavior or something. And you're like, well, now what? Like I'm doing all the right things, but I can't control that person. And that's, that's hard because you're literally, you know, you're, you're at a standstill, right? Like you have no control over that. So how do you accept that you can't control other people? I don't know, but I think the the one thing that I would probably do is just remind myself all of the time, like this is not about you. This is about them. It's not about, like I can do all of the things and I can say all the right things. I can, you know, be happy and, and like exude all of this positivity and optimism. But if someone wants to be negative or if someone wants to be mean to you or if someone wants to be whatever, fill in the blank, it's not about you. And you don't have to absorb that. 
And I'm saying that, but I also need to understand it too. Like, I'm, you know, I, it's hard. It's hard to, to not be in control, especially if you like control or if control is like your love language. Like that is how you thrive when you are in control of a situation. And nobody likes to feel like they're not in control. Like there's a difference between going with the flow type of person and a control freak. But I think understanding who you are is is the best way to accept that you can't control other people, if that makes sense. Another uh, thing that someone said, which I thought was really eye-opening, is it's hard for me to accept when someone says something negative about me. And I, I had to unpack it a little. I was kind of like, well, wait. When someone says something negative about you, like what's your immediate thought process? Is it, oh, I do have this this tendency to do this negative thing. Let me work on it and let me figure out the way in which to work on it. Or is it, uh, you know, if someone says something negative about me, it's hard for me to accept it at all. And I immediately go into the defensive of like, well, I'm not like that. Like they're wrong. I'm right. I can't, you know, even imagine that that narrative of, you know, you do this and insert negative, you know, behavior or habit there, right? And it's easy to be like, no, I don't do that. You're wrong. And I think we do that because on that, you know, some level, we know they're right. And it's harder because if someone is coming to you and saying, hey, sometimes you do this and, you know, it's really, it's hard for us to, to you know, whatever. Like, let's just say, you know, you when you're in a bad mood you bring everybody else down and it's hard to be around you if someone were to say that to me I really don't know if I would be like wow thank you for saying that and I'm, I'm gonna work on it I think my first thing or my first thought would be like how dare you I am a beacon of light I walk on sunshine every single day and it's always rainbows and unicorns and butterflies like that would be 100% my first thought immediately defensiveness and like deflection like no that's not right actually you're the one who makes me in a bad mood like I would literally switch it definitely something that I have to work on you know if I'm able to say this so freely but I thought that was really interesting of like you you know someone saying to you this negative thing and the way that your mind immediately like interprets it is it you know what thank you for saying that I should work on it or is it how dare you (laughs) and if it's how dare you then what else can't you accept about yourself well when people are honest with you it's hard for you because especially if someone's saying it out of love I think that's almost worse than if someone's saying it like in a mean way if someone is being honest in for for like like to be hurtful uh I don't I don't know if I could I don't know if I could adapt to what they're saying and and make a change but if someone said to me hey you know I really think that you should be self-reflective about this behavior that you have I would hope that I can you know maybe get angry in the moment and then reflect on it later and be like maybe they're right and that takes a lot of work so if if you know if you're thinking that like oh you know when someone says something negative about me in a loving or honest way how do I switch the perspective and say you know what do I do to to be better and that's all about growth too I think when you are open to growing as a person and not staying stuck 
you do become a little bit more accepting of yourself. In real time, I am really trying to grow as a person. Now, obviously not physically because that ship has sailed, but, you know, mentally and emotionally, we should always be growing. We should always be trying to be better. And I don't mean like in this like successful, like financial, whatever way. I mean like personally. If you don't like you, that's where you start. Or that's where I started of like, I have these these mindsets or these behaviors and I don't like them about myself. I don't like who I'm turning into. I said that, I think it was last year or two years ago. I was at work and I was like, I don't like the person that I am. And it was because I was so negative and so stressed out and just not, not me. And I normally am pretty optimistic or pretty outgoing. <coughs> Sorry. But I think certain situations and certain stressors and work and life and whatever was turning me into somebody that I wasn't proud of and I had to accept that that could not be it like I had to figure out a way to to be better and it's been a process and it's not you know it's not like a life sentence of me being like I'm always going to be super self-reflective and you know be this beacon of light no there's days where I'm downright nasty to myself, to Frank, to my parents. Like, I, it's every day. Every day I have to, I have to accept that I'm in control of who I am. Now, that doesn't mean that I also am able to be like, oh, I love everything about me today. No, that's not, that's not realistic. But when, if we're in short supply of self-acceptance, we need to start accepting things, maybe just one thing at a time. Like, I don't like my arms, right? No secret, and I'm still not doing anything in the sense of learning to accept them. Now, I go to the gym every day, I work on them, I'm healthy, and I can change the way that they look through that work, but who wants to be like, all right, I don't like my arms, let's change them. It's, I don't like my arms, I'm gonna bask in this hate of them and not actually make a change. So yeah, I go to the gym and I do all of these things, but I'm still covering them up. I'm still ignoring them, you know, walking past a mirror. And I think what the first order of business is, is just stop wearing long sleeves. Like, you need to look at yourself. That's Those are the arms that you have. Some people don't have arms. Stop being so, you know, selfish and superficial and and just like, you know, gross, like their arms, get over it, you know, another time where I'm just yelling at myself through a microphone, but it's the truth, like, this is your body, like, take care of it, okay, so maybe the first order of business is one day this week, when I go to the gym, not wear long sleeves, like, that would probably be a good place to start, right, because if I'm gonna be self-accepting, or if I'm going to accept one thing at a time, well, I, I need to face it first. So if there's something that you're like, so when I mentioned before, what's one thing that's really hard for you to accept about yourself? If you said, you know, my, what, I don't know, if you said something physical, well, look at that physical thing. You don't like your nose? Look at your nose until you like it. It's hard. I, I've said it's hard so many times, but I mean, that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm wrong, you know? It's, it's very difficult to be self-reflective and then also make that change. 
because it's so much easier to say I don't like blank I'm going to continue to not like blank let's just let's just be miserable about it and and not do anything to change it so I think the the good place to start is hey I don't like this right well figure out how to do it in little increments right because wearing long sleeves at the gym is annoying I actually hate it because I'm uncomfortable right and yeah like I have adorable workout clothes right but I you know just get over it put on the tank top or the t-shirt or whatever no one's looking at your arms I think that's the problem too it's hard for us to accept things about ourselves because we think everybody looks at the thing that we don't like and that's physically right so we think that everybody's thinking about us when in reality everyone's thinking about themselves so if I'm at the gym going oh I hate my arms everybody's looking at them and you know a lady three you know three stations away because my gym is like you know with stations and we rotate around the room it's a class she's probably looking at herself in the mirror going oh my god I hate my legs everybody's looking at my legs and like in reality no offense to the lady I'm not looking at your legs I'm too busy looking at my arms right so you know, <laughs> self-acceptance also comes with like, hey, be, you're being selfish because everybody else is also selfish. Nobody's looking at you the way that you look at you, unless it's in a positive way and that's totally different. Like somebody who I, I adore, you know, messaged me and answered my question of, you know, I, I have a hard time accepting my physical appearance. I'm always thinking that people are judging me for the way I look. And I'm like, girlfriend your body is like uh, goals like I wish I looked like you and that's the thing like if I'm gonna look at somebody at the gym it's never ever 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 oh my god like look at that lady's legs never I have never had that thought but I have had the thought where I look at you know the girl next to me who's got the sickest body I've ever seen and I'm like hmm I'd like one of those where do I get those can I get it prime shipped? Like, where do I get that body, right? And, you know, she's probably looking at herself in the mirror going, oh, I wish I had, like, you know, abs that you could see through this shirt. So it's like, you know, not for nothing. We're all doing the best that we can. And, again, I never have the answers to this rambling that I do. But when it comes to accepting yourself truly, I think the first step is small victories, or small, you know, increments of putting yourself in this uncomfortable situation to make yourself better, right? So maybe, and I'm not promising anything, we'll see how I uh, feel this week. I don't wear long sleeves one day. And if the world doesn't end, you know, I know that it's fine. And, you know, if I'm doing the work, if I'm, if I'm being active and, and making good decisions and regarding my health and and my physical appearance and not you know obsessing over it because that's not healthy either right I want these amazing arms so I'm going to only eat lettuce and you know sleep with biceps and you know doing curls while I sleep right like that's not that's not healthy that's toxic so you have to find the the happy medium of like this is something that I have a hard time accepting about myself here's the way in which I'm gonna make progress while also not being super like like giving yourself grace like not being super negative about it like don't beat yourself up if 
you you don't like your arms and two days later you're like why don't I like these arms <laughs> I feel like this has been me just like yelling and and talking about what I hate about myself and that's such a sh- that's just a shitty word like I there's so many people who are probably like looking at themselves in the mirror or listening to this right now and going I hate the way that I look I hate the way that I look and that is so sad and listen some days I hate the way that I look hate that's a crazy word like you can hate a lot of things you shouldn't hate yourself but we do because we're so critical we can't accept who we are and we're like I told my student we're stuck with us for the rest of our lives so we might as well try to like that person and be kind to them right so you have to accept who you are at some point otherwise you're going to be like trotting through life just like a ball of misery right so I think you know at at this age it's it's nice to at least try to change the mindset because we still have a ways to go and if you are you know if you do struggle with accepting whatever about yourself I hope it's not hate I hope it's not I hate this about me whether it's physical whether it's you know emotional or an insecurity that you have that people can't see I hope it's not hate because that that would just make me really sad because you know a lot of people love that thing about you or don't even think about it you know if you don't like your you know your legs or you know you have you hate your hair I don't know something ridiculous nobody's noticing that and it, you might be listening to this if you know me on a personal level going she hates her arms like what what does that even mean and if you are my friend or in my family you know how horrible I the, the things that I say about myself right like all leading up to my wedding I wanted literally I wanted and I got this idea from from somebody that I work with I wanted a dumbbell in my flower bouquet like at my wedding because I wanted it to be so heavy that my flower like that when I was holding it I was holding my flowers my arms would always look like flexed that is psychotic psychotic and you know luckily I don't you know I don't hate my wedding pictures I think you know they're absolutely gorgeous and they don't reflect any negative or insecure thing about myself they only show the best day of my life so if I'm able to look at that you know in a in a bigger way of just like superficially looking at myself I don't I don't even criticize it those pictures some of them you know it it, I had to do some work and be like stop it you that that's that was the best you're ever gonna look and you know I got over that real quick but other pictures you know regular pictures you know you you always when someone shows you a picture that they took of you you're never like oh that's great so I don't know I think if it's hate if it's something that you hate about yourself ask someone how they feel about that thing about you and they're probably going to tell you something really nice and maybe just try to listen that's that's the best I can do right now 47 minutes in the best I can do is if there's something that you can't accept about yourself, ask someone what they think about that thing. And, you know, 
maybe that's the catalyst of change. Maybe that's how you can spark something, right? Like I can't accept that I have anxiety, right? So I'm going to ask somebody like, hey, when I, when I'm feeling a certain way, like how do you, how do you help me or how do I get out of it? And they're going to tell you like, well, I've seen you be anxious and I really think it's great how you, you know, go for a walk or you write in a journal or you talk about it openly and, you know, it's brave of you. And that's, you can be like, wow, I didn't realize that, you know, I can listen to this thing that I don't like about myself from someone else's point of view and, and it can be the opposite of what I think. I don't know. I feel like that might be an okay way to, to, to start. Anyway, I don't know. I think this is a really hard topic and I think it was really, you know, bold of me to do it as one of the beginning episodes because self-acceptance is something that I think is not going to be one of those things that's like, oh, well, I used to feel this way about myself, but now I'm totally fine. I think it's always going to be a work in progress. And I don't know how to get there, but I hope that this at least helped you understand a little bit about why you feel that way. And maybe now you can make a plan of, I don't like this or I can't accept this about myself. And in order to be self-reflective and to have acceptance of myself, here's the one thing that I can try to do. It's all we can do is try, you know? Anyway, let's, uh, let's end that there because I feel like I'm just getting angry at myself and and maybe you're getting angry at yourself too like hey maybe I should just cut it out and and be grateful right wouldn't that be great if we could just always have love and gratitude instead of just like anger (laughs) anyway um if you'd like this or if this resonated with you in any way just like it or subscribe it or rate it or tell someone about it or screenshot it and put it on your story so I can repost it and annoy all of my Instagram followers. Um, Okay, so on that note, have a great day or night or whenever you're listening and talk to you soon. All right.